Hey. Hi. You know the joke? Yeah, all right. So the um, editor of the West Australian newspaper calls in the travel guy and says, look, I'm sick of saying about Hawaii and Thailand and Bali. I want you to go somewhere exotic, somewhere really interesting and write a story about it. So the, the guy thinks, he goes, oh, I haven't really tackled Russia. So he goes to Russia, deep, dark corner of Russia near the Black Forest. Mm. And it, he, he rocks up, he, you know, massive plane ride, massive bus ride, finally gets to this tiny little town on the outskirts of the Black Forest. And it's perfect. It looks dark and foreboding. And he walks in, walking down this cobblestone road, you know, and there's this little cafe corner and there's this guy dressed in a Russian secret service outfit. You know, um, army uniform, sitting at the front, quite an old guy. And he says, excuse me, sir, are you a local here? He goes, da, da, I'm General Yuri of the Russian Secret Service. I protect the town. I come, but people come to me when there's a problem. I, I fix it up. It's not a terrible accent. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes. It's like when you try to do the Greek accent with last week. I'm, terrib- I'm terrible with accents. <laughs> and he says to him, so this travel guy says, well, that's great. Can I have a seat? And he goes, da, da, sit. So the guy sits down and, um, the travel editor and he says, so can you tell me a story about this town? He goes, ah, ah, six weeks ago, the, the, the village pig got lost in the black forest. So they called on general Uridius men. We went, we searched for three days. We found the pig, bring him back to give milk and bacon and stuff for the town. The town, very happy. They give us with vodka, vodka, vodka. My men, they get very happy. Vodka, vodka, vodka. They end up bumfucking the pig. Okay. He goes, oh. The guy goes, well, I can't really write about that. He goes, you get another story. He goes, oh, well, duh, duh, duh. Two weeks ago, the village cow get lost in the black forest. So they sent up for General Uridi's men to go out. We go out. We search the forest. We find the cow, bring him back milk again for the town. They're very happy. They give us vodka, vodka, vodka. My men get very happy. They get a drunk and they bumfuck the cow. And he goes, look, I can't really write about these kind of stories. Have you got a, you know, maybe a, maybe a, you know, a sadder story to tell me about something a bit more tragic, you know, I could write about it. He goes, oh, da, da. One week ago, General Yuri get lost in the forest. <laughs> Did he write about it? No, I don't know. <laughs> Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to episode 53. 53, have a wee. Of the game on a US podcast. It's Pete and Dan here. Mailbag, a brand new segment on the way. We're going to kick things off with that. Plus the top three things on the way too. Twitch for Telethon, 24 hours of streaming for the kids at Princess Margaret Hospital here in Perth, WA. NBN Floors, Dan, in a little segment we are coining. What are we calling it? No shit, Sherlock. No shit, Sherlock. That's right. Sorry. (laughs) Loot boxes and the UK government. This is huge. Uh, By the way, we've got the last two. In fact, the final one that's going to make up our N64 Mini Top 18. Will it be Mario Golf? Or will it be Doom 64? We're going to find out. When are you stuck into what are you playing, Dan? Yes, we are. Uh, and I've got you in my sights for Activision lovers and also the retro pick of the week. Game on AUS podcast. Are you ready? Ready! Boom! Game on! Game on! It's game time! Excellent! Game on! Game on! It's game time. Excellent. Game on. Game on. 
Uh, welcome to the Game On AUS podcast. My name is Pete. And my name is Dan the Internet. Oh, you know what? For an hour or so... We just bloody talk about games because oh. we bloody love gaming, Pete. You know what else we bloody love, Dan? Bloody gaming, mate. Bloody gaming, mate. It's beautiful. <laughs> hey, um, a few things as we do always with the podcast when we get stuck into it on this. Episode 53. We are officially past... What would generally yeah. make up an entire year of podcasting. Yes, that's right. So uh, we had our, our 12-month anniversary uh, like in September, but you know what? It's 53 episodes, so it's huge. Uh, and if you've been here since episode one, thank you so much. We bloody love you. We, bloody we love, love gaming. It. We bloody love you. Exactly. If we could play you, we'd talk about you for an hour. <laughs> Uh, today is Thursday, the 19th of October. It's a big weekend here in Perth, particularly for the kids at Princess Margaret Hospital. Yes. Telephone this weekend. So we're going to get to that because there's something very exciting happening for gamers and doing good. But a shout out uh, goes to our great tech sponsors at PLE Computers. And also, don't forget, all of the usuals. Check us out at gameonaus.com. Um, we got to say hello to Blake uh, Baggett. Yes. Now, he's, yes. A, he's a mad gamer. I met this guy. He was actually the guy who got me my first home loan for myself and my oh, wife right. um, when he was a, a bank manager when I lived in Brisbane, Dan, yeah, in Queensland. Right. Anyway, gets in touch during the week and he's like, hey, mate, listen, I'm change of direction. I've been a web designer seriously since I was like a kid. Um, I want to I wanna just, for my portfolio, because I'm going into that, I want to redesign gameonaus.com. Yep. Anyway, he's gone ahead and done it, and oh wee. It's bloody nice, isn't it? It's done it? a bloody good job. A bloody good job. So um, it's not up yet. It's not loaded yet. Uh, it's still the same design that we've had since we started GameOnAUS.com, but that's going to be changing very soon, and it's very exciting. Mm. Game on Australia Facebook page, um, we piled on another few likes. We are 74 likes away from hitting the magical 1,000 figure. Oh, my God. It's very exciting. That is exciting. Um, God Mode as well and Destiny 2 Clan. Those are the closed Game On AUS groups, so make sure you go and search Facebook for those and go and check them out if you want to join them. We've got an update going to Qantas International Domestic and Jetstar Domestic as well mm. this week. Uh, also, we've got a Discord channel now. I know. Yeah, yeah. I saw this. <laughs> yes, you poor bloke. You, every, every second day or so... I, you must see something on the Game on Australia Facebook page where you're going, fuck's he done what's now? Go, what's going on? What's he doing? And, I, cause I, we've, and for everyone out listening, we made it pretty clear at the beginning because I'm quite time poor during the day. And I said to you, man, I'm happy to do the week. I can't do much more outside yeah. of the, the podcast because of just what's going on in my life. Yep. And you've just been going like a trooper. Oh, well, it's a bloody ripper. <laughs> I'll just be it like, you know, ripper. it's all right. I'll take care of it. You're a legend. Mate. Um, so it's awesome. And yeah, so Discord, for those of you who don't know what Discord is, it's essentially, um, maybe you've used TeamSpeak or something before. Basically, it's a, it's a website and an app as well where gamers jump on and they can jump into different channels mm. in your own personal Discord mm. server. Mm. All right. So if you go to the Game on Australia Facebook page, um, Near the top sort of posts at the moment, you're going to see a game on uh, Australia Discord um, picture, mm -hmm. and it's got a link there. So if you follow the link, it'll take you to Discord if you know what it is. You can join the server. Um, there's already three voice channels there, mm -hmm. which you can jump into if you ever see us. There's, there's one which is for banter. This is going to be when we're just streaming, mm. um, you know, and people just want to join the chat and just have a laugh and stuff like that mm -hmm. while, while we're streaming games to game on AUS. Um, but also there's one for the Destiny 2 clan and one for PUBG. Mm. All right. So, cause there's a lot of guys in the game on Australia community and we all love getting together every bloody, just about every night actually, yeah. and playing it PUBG is, and great. Destiny comes out October 24. So there's going to be some raid squads and happening, um, October 24 for PC. Cause it's already out obviously on PS4 and Xbox. Dan, mm. uh, let's see, let's get into, let's do, we'll just do something different. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to start cause we've, we get a lot of mail during the week. 
All right. Yeah, we do. From the Game on Australia community. Guys who are like, guys, I've found this. It's really awesome. You should check it out. Or I've got a great story, all that sort of stuff, right? So we're going to start every week off now, before we get to the top three, with the mailbag. Mm. All right? I love it. We'll dip into the mailbag, see what's come That's through. That's retro in itself, mate. It's absolutely retro, yeah. man. Um, so the mailbag is really cool. There's some really exciting stuff in it, and it's it's all from our the Game on Australia Facebook community. Um, so this particular uh, mailbag, our first ever mailbag, Dan, mm. this comes from CC Weed, Dan. Yeah. CC Weed. CC Weed. I know, it's, this is the great thing about the Facebook community. You, know, you don't have to use your real name. No. <laughs> right? Which is great. Oh, unless your real name is CC Weed, and we mean no disrespect. <laughs> Okay, because it's kind of cool in a, in a weird, in, in sort, a weird of sort of way. Yeah. Anyway, um, let me set the scene for you. This one, this one is like, guys, you might enjoy this. This is just a bit of a laugh, right? And this is a post that's actually up now on the, the Game on Australia Facebook page. Let me set the scene. It's, uh, it's set up like a meme. It's a picture. It's a video. And at the top of the video, it says online gaming community. And at the bottom of the video, it says in a nutshell, mm. right? And it's two guys, okay? One bloke. Uh, standing on one side of a river mm. and the other bloke standing on the other side of the river and they're yelling stuff at each other. And it's basically online gaming community in a nutshell. <clears throat> Have a listen to this. Hello? Guess what? What? <laughs> you really want to know? Yes! And it's so true because that is really the online gaming community in a nutshell. Isn't it? That's brilliant. It really is. <laughs> uh, so well done. Thank you so much, CC Weed. We really appreciate it. That was it. awesome. That is a mailbag. So if you uh, send in anything to the Game on Australia Facebook community, please do every week because it may very well end up as the first thing that we get stuck into That's in the Game right. on AUS podcast. So good. For the mailbag. Let's get into top three, Dan. Yep. So number one. Number one. Very exciting for the yeah. kids. Huge weekend this weekend in Perth. So for people who don't know outside of Perth, we have a very famous telethon, which is what, what people would know a telethon is. It's when they take over a TV station for 24 hours and people mm -hmm. ring in and donate. But this thing's uh, actually uh, um, now managed by an old boss of ours. It uh, is. Steve Mummers. Yeah, Steve Mummery. And this thing raises like, you know, multi, multi millions of dollars Last every year. Last year, I think it got past $27 million. Yep. Yeah. And um, buys a whole bunch of important uh, equipment and stuff for the kids, the kids of Perth and WA, which is fantastic. And uh, you're involved this year, Pete. Yeah, look, um, you know, we, we get involved every year through the radio station anyway. But mm. um, this year in particular, the Flak Test Gaming Team is going to be involved through the, the Telethon Weekend. So 
Telethon does uh, things all throughout the year. They have a massive bingo night and all that sort of stuff. Um, but the Telethon weekend is 24 hours straight of taking over the Channel 7 TV station mm. at the Perth Convention Exhibition Centre. Mm. Stars from the eastern states fly over for it. You know, people like uh, Issa, our mate from oh, the yes, Chase. Yes, yes, yes. Issa Schultz, he's going to be here. Um, and the Telethon weekend has had some massive names drop by as well. Michael Jackson, mm. Sir yeah. Bob Geldof. Um, who's in town at the moment, actually. Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Absolutely, right? So there's been some massive names. Um, But yes, uh, for the first year, um, gamers will have an opportunity to give to the kids uh, of the the, that Telethon is built around, basically. And the kids of WA and Princess Margaret Hospital for Children through something very similar to... um, We've taken the inspiration from uh, Games Done Quick. Have you ever heard of Games Done Quick? Uh, Vaguely... Recall it, but remind so me. Games Done Quick is uh, essentially it started out as a speed running challenge. Oh yeah, right. Yep. Um, on Twitch. Yeah. Okay, and you go twitch.tv slash Games Done Quick, and now this has turned into a uh, like a, it's, it's more than an annual event. Like it runs a fair bit during the year, mm. where basically for a week straight mm. they have uh, the best speed runners in the world mm-hmm. come and actually um, play games for twenty like, for for the entire week, however long the event goes for. Um, and they raise money, and they've raised millions of dollars. Yeah, they've right. been going for like a couple of years. It's taken yep. off. So yep. we've taken inspiration from that, and we're gonna do. We're gonna be doing the flag test gaming, twenty uh, four hour Twitch for Telethon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so some of Perth's best gaming streamers are actually gonna join us at the Perth Convention Exhibition Centre. It's gonna kick off Saturday from mm-hmm. six pm mm-hmm. live on twitch.tv slash flag test. Oh, awesome! Um, we have a uh, donations page, which if you go to the Game on AUS Facebook page or mm-hmm. the Flag Test Gaming Facebook page, mm-hmm. you can. see see through the event where the donations take place mm-hmm. we want to raise in our first year 1500 bucks yeah great all right it's a good place to start but look it's going to be a bit of fun twitch.tv slash flak test we're going to yeah. be going for 24 hours straight featuring us from the flak test team the game on aus team and the best speed runners in perth and we're going to be raising money so gamers can do some good as well fantastic hopefully this will be a great start and it'll be an annual thing every yep. year yeah know? bloody oath so, yeah, there you go. Uh, and look, at, you know, just for, for Telethon in general, uh, we'll see you down there. It's a great event and it's a great cause. Yeah, great. Top bit of news number two, Dan. <laughs> okay, so um, for those who don't know, I'm a, a web content guy at the radio station. I, I get lots of PR releases and I got one yesterday that came across my little desk or in my email yep. from a place called Media Stable. And they, they, they actually make available experts in fields and this dude has written a story called The Four Fatal Flaws of the NBN. Mm. Now, no disrespect to this guy, because this guy is obviously um, knows his shit. I don't know, know what he Oh, no, the guy's name is um, Colin Ellis. Good on you, Cole, because we need to hear this. And right now, I don't know if you know, there's a bit of mainstream media going around. We've been talking about the NBN and how shit it was. It, it has been for years, well, yeah, a yeah. year. But I know next week on Four Corners, I'm pretty sure there's a big expose on the NBN and what how crap it's been. Yeah. And you're starting to see a lot of the major news organizations starting to bag it out a bit too, you know, the whole ombudsman type thing, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Well, I saw a story during the week about how I think, um, there's some, it's been some like 13 and a half thousand complaints in the last six months about the NBN. So, but this guy, Colin, and I think this is great. He's actually targeted the four reasons why it's been a failure to date, but, and no disrespect, Colin, we're calling this the no shit Sherlock list of reasons why. And I'm going to read them out to you. Here we go. Let's have it. One. It set an unrealistic target for implementation. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Two, it became a political pawn rather than a national necessity. No shit, Sherlock. I have to love that. 
Three, it lacks leadership with the NBN blaming providers. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. And number four, what the customer actually wants, speed and reliability continues to be overlooked. No shit, Sherlock. Sherlock. Now, Colin, you have absolutely nailed it, mate. And I reckon that's something that we need to... I mean, we've been doing our bit. We we have been blaming... Uh, Malcolm! Malcolm! For this, but... um. And like, you know, I was thinking about it again, I think I said it the other week, Pete, it's not a tragedy because tragedy is the stuff like when lots of people die, like the thing that happened in Las Vegas the other week, that that's was a, a tragedy. That's a tragedy. Mm. This isn't a tragedy, but this is a very sad state of affairs. And I'm really dark because this is my future, not only in gaming, but also in my job. Yep. Same with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've buggered it up today. Well, so what we do, you know, I mean, look, like we're, uh, we, we, uh, look, let's take flak test and what we're doing at Telephone this weekend. Yeah. Right. We we don't know yet whether or not we'll actually even be able to stream. So yeah. you know what I mean. Like they're they're saying we're going to provide you the best sort of NBN that the NBN uh, like NBN Internet has given <laughs> us at the Perth Convention Exhibition Centre, and it's it's we don't go to it with any confidence that no. we're going to be able to do it. You know, it's 2017, right? Just Ridic- double check. Yeah, that. It is. Hang on a sec. Yes. Okay. Is. Good. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. Bloody ridiculous. So there you go. So uh, I might put a story up at GameOnOz.com about that and just. Uh, Expand a bit more. We have bashed the NBN a lot, but I think it needs to be bashed. Absolutely, it <laughs> does. It needs a good bloody kicking in the ass. <laughs> That's right. Uh, final bit of news number three. And this is a big one. Now, this is massive. And you know what? There's a fair bit of stinkiness going on in the gaming world at the moment in terms of game. There's a lot of good happening, but there's mm. a fair bit of stink, a fair bit of pong bit going of pong. on. Stench. Right? Now, one of those is going to come up with Activision and uh, the latest matchmaking patent that they've won. That's coming up in I've Got You In My Sights because mm-hmm. we're going to really have a crack at that. Yep. But this, um, you would have seen at the Game on Australia Facebook page, the UK government has responded to loot box concerns. Now, when the government is getting involved in this, the Gambling Commission in the UK, we know that we're onto something really serious here. So just to bring you up to speed, you might have seen a, um, uh, what's it called when you're gathering signatures, a petition going around, right? Basically saying that loot boxes are gambling and it needs to be addressed. That um, has actually, that petition raised by Connor Reese Dearly specifically calls out loot boxes and has over 11,000 signatures so far. 10,000 were needed to guarantee a response by the government. Here's the petition in full. Many video gaming companies in recent years have introduced mechanics. We're not going to read this in full because there's no, a lot there, but anyway. Yeah. Introduced mechanics which are essentially gambling of which are targeted at children and vulnerable adults. While not currently considered gambling by law, they do copy many traits in, uh, to make them as addictive and can lead to real money being lost slash earned. Gambling in video games mostly involves loot boxes where players use virtual currency, often bought with real money, to earn in-game items often worth less than what they paid, sometimes more. Hence, it's gambling. Now, you like you haven't played many games where you've had to deal with loot boxes. No, I haven't. I um I've seen a lot of talk about it, about this and about um loot boxes in general, but I haven't really played much where um you are essentially in in game in game gambling with your For, with your virtual currency. Right. Like, now, it's the thing the thing that sort of gets me. If it's you know what, if it's virtual currency that you're sort of earning in game and all that sort of stuff, I really don't care. Mm. If you're any in-game and it's part of the game, fine. But for me, the problem that I have with this is that people are actually paying real money. 
right? To, to get to get More these loot boxes, currency, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Virtual currency or loot boxes. Yeah, yeah. But for me, the most ready ready example of this is Overwatch. Okay, so yep. you can pay two dollars ninety five to get a loot box. Mm-hmm. You can pay, I think it's fifteen bucks to get seven of them, and then it goes up from there. I think you can get um, ninety nine loot boxes for seventy or eighty dollars, something oh, like so, that. Yeah. Right. And now the thing is, when you actually um, hit uh, a loot box and open it up, right, you get four things, and it's a random roll. Mm. Okay, and they might be legendary, they might be ultimate items, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. They're all they're all cosmetic, so they don't actually um, contribute to whether or not you're powerful in the game. Mm. Although some games are bringing that into. I mean, last week's episode of the podcast we spoke about Battlefront Two, yeah, and how they're doing loot crates, and those loot crates will actually have scrap and everything, which will go to how uh, like the guns and. All the all the all the stuff that contributes to your gameplay. Yeah, it's basically pay to win. Yeah, right. The most interesting thing about this, a huge development happened a little while ago. Right, China made Blizzard Entertainment reveal the roles for loot boxes. Right, like they they made, they said we're not letting you have um, uh, we're going to ban Overwatch in China unless <laughs> you guys it's a, a pretty. Small market. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> Unless you guys actually reveal for people who are buying these loot boxes with their real money yep. exactly what they're getting into, all right? Yep. So have a listen to some of these stats, okay? Yep. Um, the breakdown goes, each loot box will contain at least one rare item guaranteed. As for epic items, those are found in one if every five and a half loot boxes on average. Okay, so one in every five and a half loot boxes. Legendary items are the most difficult to unlock, and they appear once every 13 and a half loot boxes. Jeez. Thankfully, players can collect loot boxes for free in a variety of ways, da-da-da-da-da. Now, you can. You don't have to pay, but if you are paying, essentially you're gambling. Yeah, right? like, well, you are. It is, isn't it? You know, like It's the same thing as going to the casino, throwing in some money and pulling the lever, yep. and then waiting for five kings to, to show up in front of you. It's. I, I can guarantee you that if you talk to the gaming companies, that's how it's just like baseball cards. You, you you spend five bucks on a pack of cards and you don't know what you're gonna get. That's a very good point. But, I never even thought of that. Yeah, but you're not paying eighty bucks to get the the book to where the the baseball cards going, are you? No, you're not. But that's you know what I never even thought about yeah. that. Because where does stuff like that come into it? You know, for example, when you go to the shops, it's not just baseball cards. It's it's things like um, Magic the Gathering. It's yeah. things like Pokemon cards. Even uh, even Beanie Babies or those little packets of AFL characters that you can get. Yep. In a way, if this comes off, essentially that stuff is gambling as well. Well, it is. Because you don't know what it is you're actually no. going to buy, do you? No, you don't. And, you know, it's, I mean, 100 bucks to you and I uh, generally is not that big a deal. But for a kid... That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's like a lot of money. 20 weeks worth of pocket money, right? And usually they're, you know, going into their parents' wallets and pulling out their credit cards that's, and all that sort of well, stuff. Well, that's right, yeah. But look, I can tell you now, Dan, rolling loot boxes to find out what I'm going to get, especially when there's events like Halloween, yeah. which is on at the moment for Overwatch, it's addictive. Yeah. You know, it really is addictive. And if you are someone who has an addictive personality or you, you've been kicked out of Crown Casino, for example, here in Perth, because you've spent 24 hours straight sitting in front of the, mm. the machines, mm. the slot machines, mm. it's the same thing. If you're a gamer with an addictive personality, especially because you're using a credit card or PayPal to buy these loot boxes, yep. you know, you're not handing over real money. I say no. that with inverted commas up in the air. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to get addicted to it. I'm, you know, you just said two words then, Pete, which I think are crucial in this argument. And that is addictive personality. I think if you are a gamer 
worth his salt or her salt. I think you have a bit of an addictive personality. Yeah, I, know, I think I, you're right. I know I have. Yeah. I I think there's a lot of people who see games as something fun to do. There's there's the true gamers like you and I that I actually feel like I need to game at least one or twice, once or twice a week. I yeah, do. I just, no, you're right. I, I, I get a little bit edgy if I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I've I and you know I'm a, I'm a bit of a nerd at heart, but I've I've purposely avoided trying any sort of drug really apart from alcohol mm-hmm. because I, I I knew before it's like smoking is a classic I never ever touched a cigarette because I knew if I got hooked I'd find it very hard to give up because I've got that kind of personality yeah gaming's my vice and I love that because I feel it's, it's harmless I have fun and I enjoy it right but if you're talking about people who have that kind of personality like you and I but then also yeah are getting into loot boxes where it's costing money and costing more money to yeah. get more that we're talking about dangerous territory here. We really are mate like it's it's really dangerous territory now the the last sort of little bit or where this is currently at in the UK this is the latest update Last week, Cambridge Labor MP Daniel Zeichner submitted two questions on the subject of loot boxes and in-game gambling to Karen Bradley. She's the UK government's Secretary of State for Culture, Media and Sport. As reported by Eurogamer, Conservative MP and former Culture, Media and Sport Committee member Tracy Crouch has now provided uh, a response to both of Zeichner's queries. Um, The Gambling Commission released a position paper in March 2017 detailing existing protections in place for in-game gambling, virtual currencies and loot boxes. The paper can be found on the Commission's website. Mm -hmm. And there's a link at the story that we've got at the Game on Australia Facebook page. I'll write up actually a a gameonaus.com web story that'll feature all the links and everything. Right. Where items obtained in a computer game can be traded or exchanged outside the game platform, they acquire a monetary value, and where facilities for gambling with such items are offered to consumers located in Britain, a gambling commission license is required. So that doesn't include things like Battlefront 2 or Mm. Overwatch because you can't trade those items out of loot boxes and you can't do it at like a a brick and mortar place, for example. If no license is held, the commission uses a wide range of regulatory powers to take action and they go on and, you know, to talk about that. But I mean, I don't know. I I don't think that goes far enough for gambling. Like regardless of whether or not you can actually trade the items on an open market, you know, there are some things where you can. Um, PUBG, you can. You know, if you've got a Steam account, you can actually sell the items that you get out of loot crates back to the community and actually have a market value. Mm-hmm. You know, like a like a regular set of shirts or boots or something mm-hmm. might go for 10 cents USD. Sure. Um, and it's the same thing with uh, 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 CSGO, Counter-Strike yep. Global Offensive. Yep. You know? yep. So it's, yeah, it's it's interesting. And it opens up a, um, a really big debate regarding this. And the next thing we're going to wait and see out of this is exactly what the UK does to respond, considering that they have gone past the 10,000 signatures that were needed to guarantee a response by the government. Right. You know, because those responses I read out uh, actually happened a few weeks ago. They didn't happen after this. So we'll wait with bated breath and see where the UK does. Because, of course, with all things that happen in the UK, generally there's a flow-on effect here to Australia. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Uh, All right, Dan, look, over the past three weeks, we have been um, delving into what's going to be our N64 Mini Top 18. Yep. Now, last week, this is where it was at. We had a top 17. We actually asked you, because essentially what we had to begin with a few weeks ago was 50 different games that were nominated. Mm -hmm. Then we went through and we tallied the votes for each game that got more than just a name nomination. Right? That left us with 27. Yep. Right? So we had a final 27 last week and we needed to cut it down to 18. The only problem was (laughs) (laughs) there was a tie for 18th spot between two. Mario Golf. Mario Golf. Yeah. 
and Doom 64. Yeah. Okay? This couldn't be any more different, these games. Oh, it's not man. like not we're talking similar genres here. No, they're about <laughs> as far apart as you possibly can. Now, you and I sat either side of the fence for this. Yeah. You're a golf aficionado. Yeah. So, of course, you wanted Doom. <laughs> uh, got you. Got, got him. Uh, you wanted Mario Golf. Yep. I love a run and gun, so for me, it was Doom, Doom. 64. Yeah. <laughs> We now can reveal the numbers from the Game On Australia Facebook community. Yes. As to what will be... Don't let me down, guys. Game number 18 yes. in the Nintendo 64 Mini top yes. 18 games that we're hoping will feature. Yes. Amongst titles like... GoldenEye. Perfect Dark. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Mario Kart. <coughs> palpable. The picture was put up at the Game on Australia Facebook page. Yeah. You had to like for Doom 64. You had to love for Mario Golf. Correct. Doesn't surprise me that it was love for Mario Golf, considering you wrote the <laughs> the But picture. it's harder to love than it is to like. Certainly the case. Because like's default. We can reveal. Yes. With 10 votes. The loser <laughs> that will not be appearing. Yeah. On the Game on Australia Facebook community's top 18 for the Nintendo 64 Mini yes. is yes. Mario Golf. Ah! <laughs> Doom 64! Doom 64 smashed Mario ah! Golf. Right? By 16, Dan. 16. <sighs> Suck on that shit. <laughs> so Mario Golf does not, not make it in. I'm not surprised. Uh, anyway. Doom 64 game. makes it in. 26 it got over the uh, over the 10. So we had some great comments as well in the comments section. Um, thank you very much, everybody, who who dropped in there. Um, let's see. Kai Sherpel, a, a big love and asking you with me, Dan. Yeah. Which, of course, Which you Which I was, of course. Morgan Nathan Noble. Uh, this is actually a hard choice, but I'm going to say Maori Golf. He had a typo on uh, Mario <laughs> Golf, which actually right. worked out really well, yeah. which was great. Hey, let's play some golf, bro. Yeah. That's all right, eh? Oh, shut <laughs> Morris Moz hit Doom, and same with Adam Lamont. Uh, Matt Sutton never played Doom, so I say Doom. Good on <laughs> you, Matt. Sensational. Johnny G wanted Doom for the win. Uh, Charlie Brown, AU. Doom 1, 2 is great. How can you ruin it by limiting to console and not using? And he goes on to talk about a whole heap of other stuff that I don't understand. And then Julie Rose Marshall. It's intriguing that Doom 64 only comes in at 18, yet more proof how high a caliber catalogue this console was blessed with. The world wasn't ready. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's actually that's true. A, that is a sensational Because it was comment. a big, it was a massive game at Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. Um, but she's so right. The world really wasn't ready for the Nintendo 64. Doom 64 being such a great game, making it in only at number 18, there were so many great games on that console. Can we just do a role playing for a minute? Can I be me and you be the game on uh, Facebook community? Yes. Yeah, for a minute? Yes. Hey, you! What? Fuck you! Fuck you! No! Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Bloody love it. I, I mean that with all you know, all due respect, all, and, love. and it's just a bit of uh, a bit of a joke. It's so felt. I love you all. So well felt. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dan. So there you go. That tops it off. Um, we're going to put a post up at the Game on Australia Facebook page featuring the top eighteen. Yep. Okay. Um, and yeah, look with any luck, it'll be actually it'll be interesting to see when the Nintendo sixty four Mini comes out. No doubt it will. Um, how close we were to the pin, actually, 
Don't put it as a post. Put it as a story. A story? On the website. All right. Because that way it spreads through the world. Fuck, how many we, stories is that? We've got to do... Three. We've got to, hang on. We've got to do the loot boxes story. I've got to do the four fatal flaws of the NBN. And I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll do the story about the um the game, all right? Good. Because... you do something. What will fun. happen... Yeah, what? What will happen is that people share it to people who haven't seen the Facebook page and aren't friends with us. And the link goes back to the website where we might have predicted... That's, that's the sell, right? Yeah. We have the ultimate collection of N64 minigames. It'd be so amazing if we like, if they actually release and we're Imagine like, Mr. Nintendo, we what's his name again? Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah, he's going, going, shit, these guys have, it's pretty good. They've, they've nailed it. It's pretty good. Guys, cancel the research. And we'll be like, Dama Arigato, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Miyamoto. Uh, so there you go. N64 mini stories coming to game on AUS.com. Great. Dan, mm. haven't done a what are you playing in a while. Well, we haven't, and the timing's perfect, Pete, as always, because I have actually bought a new game, um, and I'm going to tell you the story because it's upsetting, Pete. I bought, must have been caught up in the whole excitement of the Socceroos winning against the powerhouse Syria in extra time for the uh, World Cup qualifiers, because I just, I, I thought to myself, you know what, self, you need to buy a soccer game again. So I had that, you know, internal debate you always do FIFA versus Provo, but I'm a Provo guy. We've talked about this and mm -hmm. I, was, I wasn't going to sway. So I must've gone Pete to, I reckon 15 stores looking for pro Evo soccer. Yeah. I could not find it. Nowhere. Everywhere I went, big W there's like 40 copies of FIFA, not one copy of Provo. Now we heard a lot, uh, like as these games were coming up to release that a lot of people were saying pro evolution soccer this year will overtake FIFA. In terms and everything I've read and heard is that it plays better. It's still it's still not as flashy, which is clearly obvious because FIFA is so flashy and it's brilliant, brilliant production. And I shall get into this in a minute because I have actually bought Prova Soccer. I finally found it, but I'm just going to tell you now. I went to J to um, a lot of JBs, three or four, couldn't find it. Went to a couple of EB games, couldn't find it. Went to Big W, Target, Kmart, or Kmart hasn't got a gaming section anymore. Couldn't find it. Amazing. And then last week, I said to Mrs. Nutt, um, cause I was going to a place called dwelling up, which is two hours out of Perth mm -hmm. to go and do some uh, work on my dad's property. And I knew going back home, there's a JB Hi-Fi, a really good one. Your local. Oh, Armadale. Uh, no, no. Coburn Gateway I went to. Oh yeah. That's yeah. a ripper. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I yeah. knew it was there. It's a massive shopping center just off the freeway. I was driving right past it and I said to Mrs. Nutt, I'm going to be probably 20 minutes late, half an hour late. So I'm going to go in and have a look. So it was a bit of a look because I, I, I had no idea where this thing was in this massive sh uh, shopping center. I just picked a, mm. picked an end and started walking, right? Yeah. Obviously, of course, it was the other end. So I walked the whole It's like putting a oh, USB point on a slot. But I walked into this JB and I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. They had a beautiful gaming session. Yeah, and then yeah. sure as shit, there it was. $89, which is $19 over my... Uh, my limit. For Nin Ninety dollars. $19. $19 over, over what I generally like to pay. Yeah. So I don't just pay more than seventy bucks, right? Yeah. But with games like that, it's niche. You have to pay that. So I bought it, got home, plugged it in. Twenty-two gigabyte update. Oh, Saturday night, Leona's gone to bed, and I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll, I might go play gaming, forgetting about the update. Put it in. Twenty-two gigs now on our crappy NBN. Malcolm! Malcolm! Half an hour later, I fell asleep. A glass of red in my hand. And I actually fell asleep during the <laughs> So I didn't get to play it, right? <laughs> Finally got to play it. It's a great game. I love it. But it's still Pro Evo. There hasn't been enough. I haven't owned one in four years, but there's enough. I'm hearing the same commentary, which shits me. Update the commentary. Oh, like, as phrase, in in-game commentary. Yeah, phrases. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Man, come on, guys. It's been yeah. four years. Yeah. You've had four. Get, you know, that's one thing, right? Um... 
See, you know what? They kind of, they, I suppose they can kind of get away with that because, because they don't officially license teams and players and all well, that sort of right. stuff. They don't have to unlike, update names. Right. Unlike FIFA, they don't have to consistently update yeah. it every year. Um, I find, and I'm going to bring this up now, this is a bigger topic, but let's talk about it now. I find that if you buy a game where you've got to Google how to do something, like, uh, th- then the game's failed. And I, with, with ProEvo, I've had to do it a couple of times. What do you have to Google? I have to Google, I have to Google um, how to set up automatic substitutions. Because I don't like, I, I like doing the Master League, but I don't like worrying about subs. I, I, what they do, you can, in the old ma- Master League, you can actually set up automatic subs. So you don't have to worry about it. Mm. And I like that because I just want to play, play the game. Mm. I like the idea of building a team from scratch, but I don't want to deal with all that shit about, you know, I just want, it, want them to sub a guy off when he's tired, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't realize, and I, I last night I was playing, and what I thought I was playing Master League, I'm not. I'm playing actually online against other players. And actually, oh, it does all right. It does all right. Because I was going to say, like, yeah, how is it, that it, going? Because so, okay, there's a few little lags, which I think is upsetting in, in 2017. Well, that's, and that's a hard thing when it comes to playing a soccer, soccer game, game. Because, yeah. you know, you've got to hit your marks and your yeah. targets and stuff. But it's coping all right. But last night, I, 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 and I had a bit of a good run last night. And I'm pretty proud of that because I'm not a soccer player. But per, I, I've never grown up playing the game. I've mm. just played always on, on gaming. Mm. And I wonder whether my tactics freak software aficionados out because I, I, all I am, I'm just purely attack. I slide <laughs> tackle wherever I can. And it's all about through ball, right? And I get a lot of, I get quite a few goals. And last night I was playing some guys who have been playing the game for a while and yeah. I was beating him. Yeah. I was on a good run. Then I came against this one dude who, who thought he was pretty good shit. And I didn't realize, I looked at my player's ca- uh, uh, condition and they were all like in the red zone. Like, buggered. Buggered, right? Because yeah. I'd play like eight games straight yeah, yeah. without one substitution. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. So it doesn't reset their... No. What? No, it's called my It's called my club. And I thought it was the I thought it was the new version of the Master League. But when I looked, when I Googled last night, Master League's a different game again. So how do you get them to replenish like their, their you've got a squad so you, you can re- you should replace them at the beginning of your game with you know with no but what about those particular so okay you've played eight games straight with these guys yeah they're stuffed yeah do you need to actually you have to rest them on the bench you know and start you've got a squad of 18 yeah so you got to get other guys in your squad into your starting 11 right okay but, but it takes you, ages but like can you t- hang on a sec without substitutions can you then say for example you don't play the game now for two days and then you come back to it two days oh, later I, I don't know will they have rested no I don't think so I think it goes on your um, wow I think, I think the point is is that uh, that would give me the fucking shit yeah it's annoying I might be wrong but I, this is what I'm thinking happens so um, it's bloody time consuming and I just want to get in there and bloody game yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to sit there bloody you know yeah there might be an automatic setting, and if someone out there knows and can let us know on the Facebook page, that'd be great because I, it, you know, I, for a lot of the actual playing the soccer part of it is fantastic. Yep. And I've become that annoying guy that says, Get in. Oh, no. I oh, know. Get I, past buckets. I caught, I caught, yeah, buckets. I caught, or the Spanish defender tucking me on. Tucking me on. <laughs> <laughs> and brick wall in defense. Um, no, I, I did it last night and cause you, I, you're not cook, um, hooked up through chat. So it doesn't matter. And I got this, this guy got me, um, oh, and this is what annoys about this game too, Pete. In this, my club, you actually get, it's a bit like, it's a bit like loot boxing. Cause you get to, once you get a certain level, you get to hit randomizer and, and you get, um, a player mm. and I got, you get, you're guaranteed one star and I got bloody, uh, Totty, which is okay. You got Totty. Got, it's pretty, pretty, but the uh, there's a couple of Totties, isn't there? I'm not really. No, well, with... Totty, Totty. I mean, he's retired now. Yeah, but right? he, uh, Totty in his peak, right? But I played this guy last night. Last wow, night, that's who weird. had Ronaldo. Yeah, right. 
And sure as shit, I had this guy. Beat. Hang on, wait, no, I got to, I got to stop you there. Right in Pro Evo, yeah, they had Ronaldo and Totti, yeah. Yep. But even though you, even though they don't, they don't officially license players. The way they officially license some players, right? Obviously, the big yes. name player. Yeah, yeah, right. And, okay. and Barcelona, for example, is that is on the front of the cover, and they're all you. So you can play as Barcelona and Messi, and yep. yeah, yep. right. Okay, interesting. So, yeah. um. It's not totty with, you know, T-O-T-T-E-Y. <laughs> it's the proper totty, right? But um, this guy playing Ronaldo last night, and within two minutes, the guy, Ronaldo's got a hat trick. And what I didn't like about it is that this guy was doing, I mean, Ronaldo's a freak. There's, there's no doubt about that. Yep. But this this guy was doing absolutely freaky shit in this yeah, game. Yeah. And every time the guy, this is how bad it was, every time Ronaldo would get the ball, it's not just Ronaldo. The guy would go, Cristiano Ronaldo! Like, you just make this. So you just knew something was coming. And yeah. this guy scored a hat-trick within, in, in the game within three minutes. Wow, like, unreal. Yeah, fuck you. Bro. Unreal. But I'm loving it. Um, really enjoying playing a sports game again because I haven't played a sports game in quite a while. Mm. And I'm really enjoying and it. And you've, so. you've had a pretty consistent run with shit sports games too. <laughs> <laughs> like you have, eh? Like, but, you know, um, wife is away at the moment in Bali. I'm looking after the kids. So every night, routine's fantastic. Get them to bed. Boom, I play about three hours of Pro Evo and I did that last night. I'll be doing it again tonight. That's wicked. Mm. Cool, mate. What are you playing? Um, I got stuck into Cuphead. Oh, right. So this is this uh, yes. this this one that's like doing people's heads in for all the right reasons. It is, yeah. Um, it's blowing people's minds. So it's fantastic the... too. Well, I mean, listen to this. By chance they came on Devil's Game and gosh, they paid the price. <laughs> so like, Brilliant. and it is like this and the, it, it's very 1920s, 1930s steamboat Mickey animation. The yeah. artwork's amazing. Yeah. The original soundtrack is sensational. And basically the story goes, you've got Cuphead and his brother Mughead and they're at a casino and they're winning big and then the devil pops up and he's like, hey, you know, let's, why don't you guys go all or nothing, you know, like that. And so, you know, Mughead's like, no, don't do it. And Cuphead's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. They roll the dice. It's snake eyes. And then <laughs> um, the, the devil wants their souls, essentially, because they said, all right, look, if we lose, we'll give you our souls, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, they, they beg and plead and they're like, no, please don't take our souls. Uh, we'll do anything for you. And then the devil says, there's a whole heap of these enemies and stuff that owe me a lot of money. Yeah. Why don't you guys go through each one and get me my money back? So that's basically the, the game in a nutshell, right? right. And I'm sure... Sure, the the end boss is is the devil. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a side scrolling platformer. Um. It is genuinely tough. That yes. Is, that is the thing I've, about this that's game. What I've heard and read. Yes. Yeah. I like I played it the other night for, and I finally got the hang of it a little bit and I was starting to mow bosses and stuff and there were a lot of people watching the stream and the Facebook page as well, yeah. live. And man, it's. <laughs> One thing about playing this game, it's tough as it is just playing the game, but when you're getting heckled by some of the game on Australia <laughs> Facebook community, <laughs> it's even worse. But uh, look, i I got to admit, mate, I, I am absolutely loving it. it it's going to sound strange, but it is satisfying getting beaten by this game yeah. because finally I'm playing a game where I'm getting beaten by the game. And you know what? I, I got the SNES Mini um, a few weeks ago on, upon release and I got stuck into... Um, uh, Donkey Kong Country, right? Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I was hammering levels in Donkey Kong Country, and then I got to the later ones where um, you got to start really like it's real skill shots in terms of the barrel levels, yep. shooting yourself out of barrels and hitting the other ones and dodging enemies while you're doing it, right? Yep. 
Oh, I remember that. Yes. Right. And it occurred to me, Dan, and I'm going to write a story about this at Game On AU. Four stories. Uh, four stories. Holy I know. Shit. So many stories. You know our about... track record of actually delivering on this promise is not Fucking very good. terrible. How's the Queen song going? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm working on that story, actually. The draft is there, and I'm just about finished. And I'm going to go through the different feelings about the games that I'm playing at the moment. Yep. Because I went 0-6 in Overwatch a few nights ago. Wow. And felt fucking terrible about it. Yeah, that's unlike you. Right? And the reason why is because it wasn't the game that beat me and it wasn't me that beat me. It was because we had two or three fuckheads in every match Uh, on our team that just wouldn't cooperate. Right? uh, And that is why I'm I'm off Overwatch at the moment because it's just giving me the shits. But are they were they noobs or were they just No, no, they were just dickheads, man. And you when you're solo queuing, it's just the problem, right? But with Cuphead and with Donkey Kong on the SNES, I'm getting beaten by the... I went 0-6 on a level in Donkey Kong the other night, and I got way worse than 0-6 playing Cuphead. But it was satisfying to lose to. Because it was genuinely the game beating me and my own skill that was letting me down. And then when I actually beat those bosses and when I beat those barrel levels, I felt so good. I felt so good. That's what I bloody love about it. You know the what I mean? The adrenaline rush is fantastic. The adrenaline rush is amazing, amazing. because, you know, and you, you genuinely feel good because you're like, I fucking beat the game. Yes. You know, when you beat other teams in Overwatch, yeah. you're saying things like, well, thank God we didn't have a fuckhead on our team this time around. <laughs> yeah. Like, those are the conversations you're having. And so this is why I, look, I'm loving Cuphead at the moment because it's a great game. If I had to give it a score out of 10, it's it's a 10 easily. I yeah. can't fault it, right? Yeah, it's right. great. Um, but it's why I'm genuinely loving it at the moment because it's a game that's that's beating me you know is it coming out on consoles do you know it's out on consoles oh it is yeah yeah um but not all of them you can get it out on xbox oh um you can't get it on ps4 the thing that i would really love to see it on is actually the nintendo switch because yeah. it's a game that would lend itself yeah. really yeah, well as, yeah. a, as a handheld yep. because it's a side-scrolling yep. platformer and, yep. but uh yeah well done to the developers of cuphead i think they've done an absolutely sterling job with that game so uh i'm loving it and there's going to be a lot more streams so make sure you're checking out the game on australia facebook page yeah four streams of that the other night, I put up a post saying, hey, guys, we'll be here smashing out the stream at 9.30. Then I had to put up a post at around about quarter past nine just saying, hey, look, got to push back to 10. Baby daughter's decided to have a rave party. <laughs> so, you know, but very understanding. They do that. They uh, do the that. game on Australia Facebook community. So That's thank cool. you so much. Yeah, great. Uh, Dan, awesome. it's around about that time, mate. We're about 40-odd minutes into yeah, the good. podcast. Are Hit you us. ready for the oh, Let's do it. Hit oh, me. God. Oh, 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 oh. I've got you in my sights. Activision. Now, tread carefully here because they are respected, uh, established gaming publisher, legend. Really, yeah, absolutely. They've been are. around for a long time. Been around for a very long time, mate. You know, yeah. like, and I, um, they made a game called River Raid back in the Atari two thousand six hundred, which introduced me to gaming to a point. Well, there you go. So there you go. They published, however, uh, some of the greats like Tony Hawk's. <laughs> yes. Um, Destiny, yes. you know, Activision published, yes. right? Um, however, however, but there's more to this story, all right? Yeah. A news uh, popped up during the week that says Activision has won a patent that uses matchmaking to make you want to buy stuff. Uh, this is again, this again. is the world we live in at the what moment. What are they doing, they're, Pete? They're like, you know, we're going to make you spend your money in game. Now that that's, is... that's fine, right? But Do you know what it uh, is, Pete? Know. You know, you, you know, you know this bu- is cheeky. I'm putting the blame fairly and squarely on those pricks that make the mobile games. Yeah. Because that's what it's about. You it's know all what? In-game right. purchases. In-game, that's what, someone, purchases. Someone game went, oh, why don't we try that, you know? Because yeah. they're making lots more money. And I get that. We live in a capitalist world for a lot of, for a lot of us. So, you know, it's fair enough. But 
gaming surely, and again, it comes down to you pay, you know, you pay upwards of 60, 70 bucks for a game. You shouldn't have to pay much more to play the bloody game. Yeah, no, you're right. You know? You're right, Dan. But oh, look, there are there are some games where, um, now look, the, the gambling thing aside, there are yeah. some games like Overwatch where I don't mind because they do feed the Overwatch community a lot of really cool updated stuff. Yeah. Like there's always consistent um, themed weeks coming out. Like, you know, we're in, we're in Halloween madness at the moment yep. and it's fantastic. There's yep. a new mini game in the arcade and all this was, you know, so like they work, they're consistently working on the game, right? Yep. So I, that stuff, I don't mind ch- tossing them a couple of bucks every now and again, right? Gambling debate aside, but anyway. Um, let me take you through this. Activision has successfully filed a patent designed for use in multiplayer matchmaking systems. In short, it's an idea to engender envy mm. at teammates or opponents' gear through the matchmaking algorithm itself. Here's the abstract from the patent granted today after its filing two years ago. Jeez. A system and method is provided that drives microtransactions in multiplayer video games. The system may include a microtransaction arranged matches to influence game-related purchases. For instance, the system may match a more expert-slash-marquee player with a junior player to encourage the junior player to make game-related purchases of items possessed-slash-used by Mm. the marquee player. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what they're doing is they're matchmaking shit players with better players or new players with players that have been around for a little while to make the newer players or the crap players look at the better players and go, I need all the stuff that they've got. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to use my own money to buy it. Again, this comes back to another discussion of pay to win. It's yeah. it's dirty it's playing. Dirty. It's dirty, dirty game making and playing. Let's call it the David V. Goliath. Yeah, yes. yeah. Exactly what it is, isn't it? Spot on, mate. Bastards. A junior player may wish to emulate the marquee player by obtaining weapons or other items used by the marquee player. A big caveat. An Activision spokesperson has told uh, PC Gamer, which is where this story has come from, via yep. email, that yep. this was an exploratory patent filed in 2015 by an R&D team mm-hmm. working independently from our game studios. Oh, it yeah. has not been implemented in-game. Yep. No, fact, uh, I know. The, the mere fact that it's it's at least at the very much been explored, for me, it it's... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's ethics. Like, yeah. it's it's... You know, I, it's unethical. I, yeah. It's unethical. I, I mean, I'm all for exploration, all that sort of stuff, research and development, but it, I, I kind of feel like there is some unethical practice in at least going, you know what, let's file the patent because when we get the patent, we can hold on to this bit of technology because who knows, we might end up in a world where it, you know, we, could, we could use it. Maybe, I doubt this, but maybe they're protecting us, Pete. What do you mean? So, so no one else can do it. That's a very good point, actually. I didn't think of it that way. Maybe. You know? I doubt it. If you put rose-coloured glasses on, <laughs> yeah. sure. Hey, I'm not. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. That may very well be the case. Yeah. Knowing that, this probably isn't a scheme that Activision will suddenly implement in Destiny 2 and Call of Duty World War 2. It's also not a reactionary move on Activision's part, as the patent took two years to go through. Still, with resentment for loot boxes and microtransactions at an all-time high, the timing is unfortunate for the publisher. Now, that paragraph says to me, with words used like suddenly implement and words used like with resentment for loot boxes and microtransactions at an all-time high, timing is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Says to me that when timing is fortunate or not necessarily suddenly, but at some point down the track when it's favorable or when all of this is blown over, Activision may very well implement this strategy. Yeah. And I think if that happens... It's it's a sad, sad thing to be seeing in the gaming community. 
I agree. And the problem is, if it does happen, Pete, that it's not like I'm, you and I are going to go, oh, well, that's it. We're not gaming anymore. Yeah, I know. So hands are tied, aren't we? Because you can't give it up. But the thing is, I don't want to play. Like, I want these. some of these games are my favorite games, Dan. Destiny oh, no. 2. I am itching for Destiny 2 to come oh. out, right? When it, it comes out for, PC, for me yeah. on PC in five days. Yeah. I cannot wait to get it on October yeah. 24. The guys from the Game on Australia community who are at Game on AUS, uh, the closed group for the Destiny 2 clan, yeah. they're itching. We're getting ready for, for raiding and we're getting excited. We're talking about it during the PUBG stream, all that sort of stuff. We're frothing, mm. right? But to know that one of our favorite game series is going to be at a point where it's going to put us who don't want to pump that sort of money into it, yeah. who just want to pay and play the game, don't want to pump that sort of money into it, are going to be put at a disadvantage because yep. guys who can spend more time and more money... Time, fine. If you've got more time to spend on it, fine. Yeah, I know. I've, I've got no problem with time No problem at all. At all. You, you know, you deserve to be upskilled yep. and all that sort of, and have better and, gear and, and stuff like fact, that. And in fact, that's what I encourage. Right, absolutely, yep. right? I, I totally get it, and that's fine. I will not begrudge you that. No. But if you're a person who's got a buttload of money mm. and can just pay to win the game, yeah. fuck you. Fuck and you. fuck you as a... Fuck you. Fuck you! Hey, hey, guy with lots of money! What? Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Right, that's that's dirty. It's a dirty, it's dirty way to man. be yep. be engineering games, and I, yeah. don't like I agree. It. I agree, mate. Um, so let's move on to retro pick of the week. Yes. All right. So our final thing before we say goodbye. This is the thing where we uh, talk about a great find in the game on Australia, uh, like uh, the great partners yeah. on Facebook and whatnot. Yeah. Now, Dan, you will remember that in episode fifty-one, I talked about a original Game Boy, a DMG01 from 1989 that had popped up. I do. All right. Well, how um, could I forget, Pete? Absolutely. And I've been... Oh, God. Anyway, have a listen. <laughs> this came up in one of these groups. Oh. $250 and it's brand spanking new. What? There's only one little bit of denting on the box down bottom right, which you can get past, but everything else is... It's even got the original cables in it, the original headphones, everything still in its plastic baggies. The whole Holy lot. shit. Brand spanking new. $250, it's steep, but worth it because these never come up like this no. and it's Oz Powell as well, right? right? It's just amazing. So there you go. If you want that, you can fuck off because I bought it. <laughs> I fucking bought it. I bought it, you pieces of shit. I've been looking for one of these for years. I fucking bought it. Suck that. Suck on that. Ah, that's hilarious. Well, it arrived. I did it. Yes. And um, I'm guessing that um, if you're talking about it, I'm not happy. You're not happy. I'm not happy. Now, really? I bought this thing because it's got something in particular that I love. And just what did you, sorry, what did you pay for it? I paid two hundred fifty dollars. Okay. It's got something in particular that I that I have been chasing forever. Right. Yeah. My one of my favorite gaming memories, aside from beating Whiz Pig as a kid in Diddy Kong Racing, yes, is Christmas nineteen might have been nineteen ninety, yeah. right? Where um, me and my brother. Opened up a couple of presents under the tree. Mum and dad said, okay, there's something here from Santa Claus as well. We've got to go outside for it. Oh, went yeah, out there. yeah, yeah. Went Dan yeah. had yep. a bike and I had a, a box that appeared, you know, somewhere in the backyard. Yep. Opened it up. It was this Game Boy. Wow. The MG01. Yeah, right. right. Now, I remember opening this Game Boy up and pulling it out. And in there are all sorts, everything that came with the original game. There was Tetris in there. There was um, a set of headphones, mm -hmm. a link cable, uh, obviously the Game Boy. Mm -hmm. And it, it came in. A, um, uh, a a a grey, like we call them inserts or inlays. Yeah. But it was cardboard. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't know why, but all of a sudden, the, all the cardboard inlays and inserts have disappeared from the world. Right. You can only get foam ones. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't. W- I don't want to phone one. Every yeah. time I check these groups and I go, "Hey, looking for this," you know, "Can you help me out?" They go, "Yeah, yeah, we've got a great one here. Check it out." And it's foam. Uh, anyway, yeah. the reason why I bought this is because it's got the cardboard fucking inlay. Oh, uh, right. And it's in perfect condition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I virtually paid the $250 for the cardboard, that, right? Yes. But, you know, the mere fact that the box was nice, the Game Boy, everything. Anyway, this guy fucking screwed me over, right? And this was like a conversation that I had with him last night mm. was absolutely mind-blowing, right? Because I just got the shits on. On Facebook, right? Yeah, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I went, dude. Send. You lied. Send. This unit isn't OzPow. Send. It's American. Send. And it's not new. It's refurbished. Send. Everything is American. Send. And he comes back to me with, I didn't lie at all. I never used the unit I purchased as a PAL unused Game Boy. Right? Anyway, he's fucking using the argument, right? Yeah. That, because I said to him, is it OzPow? And is it definitely unused? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, OzPow, definitely unused. He's using the argument that... He got duped by the guy. Yeah. He bought it off. Yeah. So I shouldn't feel bad that I got duped by him. Yeah. Right? That's Fuck off. bullshit, man. That right? is bullshit. You can't... You, you can't, can't do that. You can't buy off another guy, no. realize you got fucked over, and then on-sell with the same lies to somebody else and expect that person to be happy. Not when they're forking out 250 bucks. Do you know what that's called? What? Do you watch Cobra Enthusiasm? I haven't seen it for a little so, while. It's so a Larry David show, yeah. right? He's got a new series out, the season one, yeah. that, of the ser- episode one of his new series. It's called Foisting. Foisting? F-O-I-S-T-I-N-G. Foisting or and, fisting? Because I feel like I've been <laughs> fisted by this well, guy. And, and in the, in that case, it was, um he had a, he got foisted by Jimmy Kimmel, a shitty assistant. Yeah. And he was trying to foist, foist her off to someone else, but he's saying, she's fantastic. She's the best. Yeah. You've been foisted, mate. You've been foisted. Foisted hard. Right now, I, I like the box rocked up, and it's it's an American. It's American. Oh, that's bullshit. Right, opened it up. That you know what, the cardboard insert's beautiful. Yep. Right, that's great. So I'm like, oh, so fantastic. the cardboard's okay. Cardboard's perfect. Okay, right? great. Anyway, all of the manuals, fucking everything, yep. is bloody uh, American. Uh, Headphones are still in their sleeve and closed, have not been opened. So that's a good. That's a positive. Yep, yep, yep. The fucking Tetris is American, right? Uh, the um uh the link cable that's in there that's still in the bag is a DMG-04, not a DMG-01. So that's a part that's been grabbed from some other fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Game Boy, dude, I, I, you turn the Game Boy over on the back and you have a look at the terminals. The terminals are scratched, which means it's been used. The A and B buttons have a bit of scuffing, which means it's been used. There is a seller refurbished fucking sticker on the back of the Game Boy. Are you kidding? And I said this to the guy. I was like, <laughs> I was like dude... Did you not Google the seller refurbished sticker on the back of the Game Boy? And I said, and he comes back to me with this. Did you? And I said, the pictures didn't show the rear of the fucking Game Boy. No. And you said to me, it's a brand new OzPower. Yeah. So I took your word for it. Yeah. So anyway, right. After, through eBay, right? Through No, through, um, I used PayPal to pay him, but it's through the Facebook uh, auction pages. You can't rate him. Anyway, look, to his credit, I sent back a holy shit and I said, dude, this isn't on. You can have one of two things. Either I will send the unit back, mm. right? And you will give me back my $250. Yep. Or we'll meet somewhere in between. These bits and pieces I can sell off. It's fine, right? Yep. I really want the cardboard inlay yep. because then I can search the groups and pick up other bits and pieces yep. to complete the set, yep. right? But the cardboard inlay is fucking hard. Mm. I said, give me back 100 bucks, And he was like, okay. Anyway, then I put batteries in the fucking thing, turned it on, and the screen's fucked. Oh. 
So I sent a picture to him and I said, no, fuck you, 100 bucks. Give me back 150. To his credit, he sent me $150 today. Yeah, right. Right? So essentially, I've paid $100 <laughs> for, for cardboard. Cardboard. Yeah. I have. I've paid $100 that's cool for cardboard. That's, that's yeah. cool. Right? So look, this retro pick of the week is more of a community service announcement to say. Yes. Really do your homework. Yeah. I thought I did my homework. I sort of took this guy on face value. But the other thing is use PayPal. Because yeah. PayPal, I use it. I, I put him under buyer protection and everything so yeah. I can pull it back anyway if that's the case. All right, so there you go. There's there's This is a different retro pick of the week. Community service announcement. Yeah. I, I just couldn't fucking believe it. Maybe like, that's that little thing called... Little guy called Karma coming back to pot you with the ass for yeah, giving no, everyone shit. Because I had a serious crack at everybody. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, well done, so folks. there you go. Look, you know what? 100 bucks. I got the cardboard. I'll sell the other bits of pieces. The cardboard will probably end up costing me 50 bucks in the end. Yep. Right? Once I sell off all the other bits of pieces yep. and shit. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I'll trawl the groups for the box, the manuals, a really nice Game Boy that's Oz Powell, and yep. I will complete the set from 1990. That I've been, yeah. Fantastic. So there you go. All right, Dan, I think oh. that's it. Oh, what a mammoth Ooh. one. Mate, that was a great show, mate. What as a, always. As always. That, well, that was a great well, one. Done well, done well done us. Well done us. Yes. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. We, we appreciate you, it. We hope you got there to your destination. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, iTunes, Android, and Podcast One. That's where you are either listening to this, if not the Facebook, uh, the Game on Australia Facebook page. So thank you so much. Please, if you've enjoyed it, subscribe. Give us a like. Give us some nice ratings and some nice rating. words. Um, Dan, I just want to take a quick opportunity because we opened up the ratings on the Facebook page, yeah. right? And there, there has been some love oh, come through. Oh, it's been through. great, hasn't it's it? has been some love. So I just want to read one out. Yeah. All right. Um, this one from uh, Chris Inglis. He's given us five stars. Good on you, Chris. Good on you, Chris. Pete and Dan have provided a very welcoming community around the growing industry and longtime hobby of gaming. Gaming is no longer the thing nerds do. Though I'm a proud nerd and gamer dad, but gaming is now becoming a mainstream activity in society and worldwide. Pete and Dan talk candidly about their gaming experiences, reflecting on anecdotes of gamers within their community and bringing us a central point of information about all facets of gaming. I definitely recommend giving them a like and listen to their weekly podcasts as you're guaranteed to have a laugh and relate to some of their stories. They stream games regularly and invite members of their community to play with them. Well done, Pete and Dan, on creating a great gaming community to be a part of. Five stars. Cheap is we're gonna give him a um give him a bloody uh, log into the website. He can write yeah, absolutely. some good writing right there. We give you a huzzah. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, man. So thank you very much. Thank you. Gameonaus.com is where you may find four stories that we talked about today that we're gonna write. You may do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um check us out the Game on Australia Facebook page. Give us a like there, please. Follow along. 76 away from hitting 1000. And when we do, big giveaway, Ooh, which is gonna be good. Away. God mode and destiny to um clan. Those are the Game on Australia Facebook closed groups, which you can go and find. Uh, update coming very soon. If you're about to jump on a plane to Qantas International and Domestic and Jetstar Domestic as well, yep. find us on Discord, although you can find the link at the Game on Australia Facebook community. And again, please be checking out Game on Australia's Facebook community and Flak Test Facebook community. Yes. Go and give Flak Test a like so you can follow along. Otherwise, check out the uh, events that we've posted on those two Facebook pages because... Telethon is this weekend, yep. and Gamers Doing Good is going to be a part of that we, that we hope to drive for years to come. And yep. this is the first one this year. We want to raise 1500 and we're doing it by uh, doing our 24-hour Twitch for Telethon, and you'll be able to see that at twitch.tv slash flaktest. Yep. All right, I think that's it. Is there anything else I'm missing? Oh, Peely Computers, you bloody beauty. You bloody beauty. Thank you for being our tech sponsor. You're amazing. They are amazing, yes. Is that it? 
I think that's it, mate. All right, if you're going to PAX this weekend, have a great time. Yeah. All right, don't forget yeah. to check out our last few podcasts. We've got interviews with uh, Luke Lancaster, the content mm. manager for PAX 2017. Mm. So it's very cool. Yeah. Um, and we wish Michael Chu from Shadow Play Studios all yes. the best. He was another guy we interviewed. Yes. And um, he's up for uh, an indie award, yeah. part of the final six for yeah. his uh, his Shadow Puppet game as Go well. Go you good thing. Go you good thing. We're Come rooting on. for you. <laughs> Quite literally. Half <laughs> <laughs> your luck if you are, mate. Jesus. No, I'm not. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save.